This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. I'm about to show you a powerful three-step process for how to get jazz licks to come out naturally and effortlessly in your solos. Coming up. What's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. What musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve, no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast. On this show, we do lots of jazz standard tutorials and jazz improv tutorials like in today's lesson. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss out on anything going on here. So I hear from a lot of students this frustration that when you learn jazz licks or lines, it's not really coming out in your solos naturally when you improvise. And that's because there's a few things going on there that we need to solve. So I'm going to teach you my strategy called the LCI strategy. It's going to help you start seamlessly integrating these licks into your solos. What we're trying to do is avoid this copy and paste tendency we seem to have that doesn't really do us any favors when it comes to actual improvisation. So the very first step is L and that stands for learn. So a pretty obvious first place is we need to learn a jazz lick or a line. But, but quickly before we go over that, why do we do this in the first place? Well, for example, it's really just the same as trying to learn anything in a different kind of language. Like if I walk into a Greek taverna and I want to order some wine, I would say, which means I would like some wine. Well, someone had to tell me how to say that so I could ask that particular situation. So for us, it's the exact same thing with jazz. So for example, we're going to learn a jazz lick right now that is based off of a context, which is Yardbird Suite. So... Context is the first two bars of Yardbird Suite, which is C major seven or C six, followed by F minor seven to B flat seven, right? So, okay, kind of some interesting chord changes, and I'm kind of wondering how do we go from this, you know, one chord to this minor four chord, the F minor seven, to the B flat seven, which is a backdoor dominant, but that's for another time. So what can we play over top of that? Here's a lick that we can play. Let's take a listen. Okay, so pretty simple line, but it fits perfectly over top of those chord changes, right? So we're gonna learn the language first. Now, I would recommend doing this by ear because when you're doing this by ear off of the recording, just simply learning it note for note, one at a time, you're really internalizing it better. And that's half of the battle that we're dealing with here is actually internalizing these sounds as well as the muscle memory. So if you need help learning how to learn things by ear, I would highly recommend my Learn Jazz Standards the Smart Way. It's a free guide you can sign up for at Learn Jazz Standards the Smart Way. Dot com. Also, link, 
that in the show notes and in the description down below. So now that we've learned this lick to play over top of these chord changes, what I would highly recommend to further get your muscle memory synced as well as internalize this lick is to transpose it. So for example, instead of doing this in concert C major, we could go to concert F major and it would sound like this. Right? So now I'm able to learn this in a different key and get a different context around it. And it's going to change your fingerings on your instrument, whatever instrument you play. It's gonna help you get this further into your ear and into your muscle memory so that it's really more of a part of you, okay? So that's the first step is learn, learn it by ear, learn it from the recording, and then transpose it, preferably into all 12 keys since it's a small piece of information if you truly wanna get it inside of your fingers and up here. Okay, the next step is C and that stands for compose. Now, this is the process that most people, like 95% of people, completely skip. And I highly recommend that you do not skip this process because once we learn some language, what we need to do now is start shifting it towards making it our own because ultimately the music that we create for ourselves and we can dream up up here is truly the stuff that is more likely to come out in our playing. So we also want to slow down the improvisation process and that's just a fancy way of saying compose. Give yourself the time to actually think about what you want to play. But when we're composing, we're going to be sort of using our lick that we learned as inspiration, ideas that we can possibly play, hopefully some new information that we actually learn. So for example, if we take a listen to this line I composed, we can kind of hear some of the similarities. Okay, so if we actually compare the direction of the first line, it goes up, down, up, and then down. Whereas the line that I composed, I specifically chose to use some of the same notes, but I went down, up, down, and then another passage, a brief passage up, and then down. One note up and one note down, okay? So really, I'm kind of using the same concepts. Just kind of rearranging some of those notes. Really, there's only one different note in that lick, and that would be the B natural that I play here on the and of four, right? So I'm giving myself the opportunity to take what I've learned and then apply it for myself. And really and truly, this flips a switch in our brain that starts to bring us closer to what the actual improvisation process is like. Now, of course, just as I recommend before when you learn the lick, I highly recommend the lick that you compose to actually transpose it. So in the key of F, major, it would be right and go through all 12 keys because again you're trying to internalize this actual music that you created now so now you technically have two pieces of jazz language in your repertoire now to take this step a little further of course i would recommend composing maybe two or three more licks based off of what you've already learned and internalizing those as well but another thing that you can actually do that would really be helpful is essentially using it in a sentence, if you will. So take maybe more of an, compose like an eight bar or even an entire chorus of a solo, but specifically try to use the lick you composed or the lick that you learned with inside of your composition so that it actually makes musical sense. It is kind of like copy and pasting, but by composing, you're really giving yourself the opportunity to figure out how you musically connect that idea and integrate it into your solos. So that would be another version of composing that you could try. Okay, the next step is I 
which is improvise, okay? So now we're gonna actually practice improvising. And a big mistake a lot of people make with practicing improvising is they take an entire jazz standard, like 32 bars or even the 12 bar blues, and they're practicing over the entire thing. But really a great idea is to just take two bars or even four bars at a time and loop them over and over and over again so that you get comfortable with improvising. Now, when I'm gonna improvise, I'm obviously thinking about the licks that I've composed and different ways to use them I'm also just thinking I don't need to particularly play anything. I'm just really exploring the chord changes. So we don't have to feel forced to do anything really. We just need to explore these changes and allow ourselves to just start reacting, which is what improvisation is, reacting. So you could do this for like five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour if you want, is just loop over and over again, slow it down, speed it up, try to integrate the licks, try to compose spontaneously new licks at the same time. And once you're done doing this, obviously you repeat the process over and over again. You learn a new piece of jazz language, you compose a new piece, and you start improvising over it again. And you can do this as many times as possible. And eventually down the line, this stuff starts to sink in your playing more naturally. So that's all for today's quick win podcast episode. Hope you found this helpful. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.